0: These past 18 hours have been intense. While I'm used to less than stellar conditions and combat zones, I'm usually at least somewhat rested. Now not only am I exhausted, but I'm still dealing with the ramifications of what exactly it means that the mystery team I got the hand from all those years ago was in fact the same team that Rooster was on when he encountered that spider. Now that we've been ambushed, in moments like this I tend to go into autopilot. The RPG hit on the way in was one thing. But after that conversation with that guy from Pisces, I went from concerned to fully on edge, and I spring into action. My only goal now is to get back to the MRAP, and try to save these shoulders if I can. All my training is kicking in, and in assessing the situation I only have one option. I need to get back-
1: Three ravens with eyes black as night Just look in their eyes, oh, don't put up a fight They'll strike where you stand A slow death you feel Beware of the ravens or you'll be there next meal
0: me You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast.
2: When we last left our agents, the MRAP was struck by an RPG and flipped clear over onto its roof. Rory was inside, tending to McGinty, and Bryant was ducking his head. Yassim had taken cover as best he could as he was out on the road with River and Rooster. Rowan was making a mad dash to the MRAP. Rory you get your orientation. You're lying on the roof of the MRAP. There is gear all around you. McGinty is lying there as well. And Brian is somewhat lying there. Is Brian alive? You see Brian's legs on the inside of the hatch. He didn't make it all the way inside the MRAP? No. Okay. The MRAP is damaged. Horribly. You are banged up, but not banged up to the point where you've taken any mechanical damage. Assessing the situation, you see under the driver's seat, like where the pedals are, you see sunlight. So Brian didn't make it. I'm sure
0: McGinty's not going to make it at this point. So I'm just going to get focused on getting out of the MRAP.
2: You go to take a step and your feet don't find you as they should. You've been shaken and maybe stirred, but you're you're having trouble walking because of the shock. Okay, I'm just going to sit for a
0: minute then. Is McGinty still alive or is he Looking at McGinty
2: McGinty did not make it. Okay. Rowan, you make it to the door of the M-Rap, the back doors of the M-Rap. The vehicle is upside down. The doors are not designed to open up down. They actually angle slightly up. It's almost as though the back doors are stuck.
1: Okay. Recognizing that I want to run to the driver's side door and see if I can get that open. You head toward that door.
2: Rooster, you see the one enemy combatant up on the hillside that fired it. He is ducked down. Looks as though that he's reloading his RPG. He's very well hit, very well concealed. I yell to River, move up,
3: move up and take him. And I want to aim so that as soon as he shows I have a shot at all, I take a shot.
4: River. Uh, I mutter under my breath. I've got a bad feeling about this. Get up and kind of run forward in a crouch. But if as soon as I see any movement ahead, I'm going to drop back down.
3: My intention is to take a shot as soon as I see that I have a shot, in order to either take him or keep him from taking a shot.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to need to know if you want to suppress or if you want to hit him.
3: Oh, no, I want to try and hit him. But at the very least, if I'm missing, i am he's hearing shots. All right.
2: Rowan, go ahead and give me a strength roll to open the door.
1: Hmm. 44 out of 50. Ooh. My boy's in there.
2: (laughs) Mama tossing the car. Oh, well, I try to let it be a thing. You tear open the door. It was much easier than you thought. Everyone else is going to be like, wow, that door was actually bent weird. You open up the door and everything is all thrown about. There's dust in here and there's smoke. There's the smell of diesel.
1: Cool, 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 cool. I'm going to haul myself up enough to look into the back. Rory is sitting there
2: with his hands on McGinty, and you see just the legs of Bryant. Give me a sanity roll. Yeah. Do I need to make one from seeing that as well? In a moment. Uh,
1: 52 out of 60. Okay.
2: You do not lose any sanity at this time.
1: I'm Going to take in the situation, swallow back a second of bile, just like, oh, that's horrifying, and then call, Rory, Rory, you need to get out of there. I'm smelling diesel.
0: Uh, okay, I'm having, I'm a little dizzy still. I'll try to, I'll try to crawl up,
1: and I'll like reach a hand out to help steady him. You grip hands, Brewster. You
2: see a figure on the mountainside begin to rise. Go ahead and take your shot. So go ahead and give me a roll.
3: That is a 61. And at this range, you said was minus 20. So out of 73.
2: You are able to fire. Go ahead and roll for lethality. 29. You shoot the enemy and um, go ahead and give me a luck roll. Let's see if he gets his shot off. Okay, he gets his shot off. Let's see if he hits. Don't worry. He's got a negative 20 as well.
3: Does he have negative more than that? Because he just got hit?
2: Yeah. He currently has a heavy weapons score after the minuses of a 10. He rolled a 66. (gasps) There is a small explosion on the mountainside. In the back there, he did not get the RPG up high enough to clear the rock cover that he had, and that part of the path is now vaporized. River, you're scanning. You're not seeing any more movement. Rooster, you don't see any more movement either. Is that all of
3: them? I'm running up the hill to confirm.
2: When you get to the edge of the road, it drops down pretty far, and there's a stream. You'll have to cross over a stream and climb the mountain. Ugh...
3: Then, no, I'm not, because I don't trust that stream. I will take position to watch the hill
2: and yell back,
4: get Cappy out of there! All right, I'm going to head back to the vehicle and see if I can help.
2: Rowan, you're dragging Rory out of the vehicle. You get to the outside, and River has come up uh, alongside you, and you see Yassim is not far away.
1: Everyone get away from the vehicle. There's diesel. I can smell it. What about the
4: others? They didn't make it.
1: And I'm just like supporting Rory with an arm around his waist. Come on, let's move.
4: I'll get on Rory's other side and help. You hear Varjeet? Varjeet? As a raven
2: lands on top of the upside down m MRAP.
4: Oh. It's okay, bird. Your meal's up on the hillside.
2: It bounces a little bit and then takes off and heads toward the hillside. Out of seemingly nowhere, you see two more flying with it.
1: God, I hate those birds. Rory, how are you feeling?
0: Um, I'm still getting over the shock, honestly, on more than one level.
2: Uh, I think I just need to sit down for a minute.
1: Okay, let's get you a little ways from the truck and we can sit down.
2: You find an area that you think is pretty well secured it actually is a bit of a cave or overhang
1: remembering rooster's story i'm going to scan inside to make sure that it's not more than an overhang it's just
2: it's just an overhang it's only maybe a few
1: feet deep you can see the wall and the floor i'll help rory inside and help him sit down as comfortably as possible you seem came over and are, are you okay uh i th-
0: i think so i'm not um not badly hurt just some scratches bruised
2: do i have any open wounds on my leg no you've got well you do have some scratches
1: i want to see if i can do any first aid to just anything to try and at least cover the wounds
0: Is it i lost a hit point from the first rpg that just rocked the thing and this time i flipped over and didn't lose any hit points lucky
4: we've got a radio here right yes I, I would like to try to contact Camp Turner. Go ahead and give me a SIGINT roll. I do not have a SIGINT.
2: All right. You can go ahead and give me a luck roll to see if you can get in touch with them.
4: Okay.
2: 37? You hear a broken
4: connection. Camp Turner, Graham, Beacon? This is redacted. We got hit by Taliban. Need assistance. Taliban? Taliban activity? mountains. Do not go. Return home. Taliban are neutralized. We have no transport. Repeat. Unclear. Taliban are dead. Our truck is gone. Beacon, you are not clear. Please repeat. Shit. Lagos, do you copy? Yeah. There any way you can pass a message on? How much is it going to be how much money?
3: Am I back with them yet? Yes. Tell them we have some fish head porn mags. I'm
4: not going to tell them that. Here, you tell them.
1: While the transmitter is uh, moving from river to rooster, Rowan will reach out and snatch it from between them and hold it herself. What you want?
2: $14,000. U.S. dollars.
1: Afraid we can't do that. And I'll turn the radio off. We're on our own. We can't reach Turner, and the only people who can are going to charge us an arm and a fucking leg to do it. Well, don't gop at me.
2: seem is just
4: looking at you like,
1: oh. So we're on our own. Yeah. Well, we're all
4: pretty much okay, right?
1: For a given value of okay, sure.
3: What's our status on supplies and weapons?
1: Uh, I don't want to get too close to that vehicle. I'm not super familiar with things going boom, but I know that fuel leaking is not a good thing. And a fire has started. Yeah, we're staying away from that. I meant what
3: we have on us right
1: now. What you see is what you got. I would have the gold thing in my possession. So, got this. Got that carbine, that sniper rifle, that RPG that you've got. What does Rory have on him?
0: He had taken off his backpack when he got inside to work on McGinty and hadn't put anything away when the, the RPG hit.
2: He only has his sidearm. He
0: Yeah, I have my sidearm. I don't think,
2: would I have brought my carbine? If I did, I
0: probably would have set it you down set it in down. the, MRAP it's, it's in the MRAP it's in the MRAP. I might have brought it with me initially, but as soon as I got back in, I would have set it down.
1: All right. So one carbine, one rifle, two sidearms, and a RPG. The carbine has a shotgun attachment underneath it. Well, we've done as much with less.
0: I think I need to do a sanity check because of the similarities of the explosion
2: to a certain other explosion that I recently... Go ahead and give me a give me a sanity roll. As your adrenaline's starting to wear off and you're starting to recognize the situation.
0: Yeah. Ought four out of 47. Okay, so no loss.
4: Well, are we going forward or back? Forward.
0: Yeah, it's the only thing... We've made it that we've gone this far, we can't turn back now. Probably by the time we get back up we can head if they haven't sent someone for us, we can head towards um that other guy. Gary. Yeah.
3: Well, in this terrain uh, should be able to make decent time on the road at least. They said what, three clicks away is the village?
2: It's two clicks from the from the Y in the road to the, the rock slide. And then Wasn't that where we were? No, you were at the Y. I don't
1: know why I missed that. Okay. Yeah, about three kilometers on. It's it's not far. Out of character
4: point. I don't remember whether those letter shaped bones were last left with Rowan or me, but I want to make sure I have them.
0: I think they're with Green, aren't they?
1: No, they're with uh, the, the the ones that we specifically need. Uh, I had had, and then I gave them to River. River's right. in possession right. of
2: the bones, of the yeah of the neat bones.
1: All right. Well, I've run five Ks before, just not with this much stuff on. Let's get a move on. Well, don't run
3: it. We can make this. Under a couple miles. Shouldn't be too rough.
1: Well, but it's up.
3: Shouldn't be too rough. Let's go. As we're walking, I want to sort of fall behind a little bit with Rory, away from the other two. Okay. And I just want to look at him. Hey, Cappy, how you doing? Still a little shaken from the...
0: Explosion, um, and lost both of them. I was I was about ready to drive, and leave you guys all here to get back to Turner and get save McGinty, and then this, in just a second, they're both gone.
3: Look, take it however you're gonna take it, but from someone who's lived it, there's nothing you could have done.
0: No, I know it's, I've lost enough patience on the operating table or in the field in afghanistan as well it's just doesn't get easier
3: no but it's different when you're in it so just keep reminding yourself that all right uh yeah yeah well yeah let's uh let's keep going then
0: all right we probably shouldn't both be at the back good call i'll i'll go take point all right i'll stay rear guard
2: Arcel makes pretty good time and gets to the rock slide. You see that the rock slide does sheer down the face. You did climb an elevation along this path. You see the rock slide is about 30 feet across. The road itself has just fallen, and so there is a bit of a gap and loose stone in between both edges of the pathway or road, if you will. Does this
4: look like something recent?
2: Not very recent. Okay, take it slow
4: and test each step before you're putting your weight on it. Got it. And rope us up
1: if we had a rope. Well, if wishes were horses. It would be a
2: survival roll to cross this terrain. Hmm. I only have the base 10 on that.
1: I also only have the base. Alright.
2: I've got 51. 15 out of 50. Excellent. You are going to be able to provide everyone else a plus 20 to their roll.
1: Oh, that's helpful.
2: So
0: now it's a 31 out of
4: 30 instead of a 31 out of 10. Oh, good news. Uh Uh-oh. Mine is not a 33 out of 30. It's a 33 out of 50. Excellent.
1: (sighs) Okay. Yeah, mine's a 21 out of 30.
2: Rowan and River, you both make it across. You do slide a bit, Rory pulling up last. As you start to cross, your footing gives way underneath you, and you begin to slide down the mountainside as the rocks underneath your feet just start to trickle and pour down from underneath you, causing a little bit more of an avalanche rock slide. Are any of us close enough to try and grab him? No. He's only about halfway. Go ahead and give me a dexterity check. The times five of your dexterity check to see if you can stop your de- stop your fall or descent. All right, it's a fifty, so <laughs> one out of fifty. Excellent. You're able to stop your descent and continue your traverse across. You have to climb up maybe a good 30, 40 feet. You slid down quite far. Okay. And you rolled a nineteen to cross, and he crossed. Okay. You arrive on the other, the other side. As soon as Rory steps onto the road, you feel the first droplet of water. The skies turn gray. What's the phrase? At least it's not raining?
1: I just look up and sigh. You know those days when you say, yeah, this might as well happen. And I pull the plaque amulet thing over my head and let it rest on the, the chest piece of my armor. It's what, one more kilometer from here?
4: I don't think the sun's gonna reflect off of that.
1: Well, then I'll have to pull out a flashlight. If you can't make your own light, store bought is fine.
4: Eh, then we'll fight
3: in the shade.
1: I mean, I know I prefer that.
3: I'd rather avoid fighting. Yeah, well...
1: That is a point. We don't start anything.
3: Oh no. No. Not at this point. Not without Exfil
1: making absolutely sure that our rules of engagement are set. We don't start anything. And as much as possible, we try to defuse if they do.
4: Well, Frankly, it's five of us, four of us armed against a village that's been holding off the Taliban and whoever else for hundreds of years. I, I'd say even if they pull a gun on us, let's just let them. Don't resist.
0: Yeah. It's starting to rain, guys. Let's good. I think we should get moving.
1: Yeah, I think I think we're walking and talking. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. The rain begins to come down and visibility drops to maybe thirty feet. The road does begin to descent down. At least you're not climbing any longer. But with that, the mud slick road does make travel fairly slow, especially with the large size water droplets bouncing off of your helmets and shoulders and at times it it hurts when the wind whips it and blows it directly in your face the wind here in this valley is very very strong after you think that you've walked about a kilometer in the rain the darkness of the rain because it is so overcast that it blots out the sun and the sun never touches these parts you see Three male figures standing in the darkness, just outside of your clear view. They seem stopped.
3: I am making very sure that my rifle is pointed down, and that I am not looking aggressive with it, and I'm just going to sort of look at Rowan and go, All right, Mom.
1: Oh, don't call me that. And I'll... Gently, like, we're moving very slowly so that I can telegraph my movements. Gesture you seem forward so that he can be at my shoulder, basically. Okay. He's standing next to you. Gary said that they speak either a variant of Urdu or Pashto.
2: Okay. He calls out, not in Pashto, you've all heard Pashto. He calls out in Urdu, which is another Indo language. There's a crack of thunder and a bolt of lightning. And you no longer see the three men. You see an older woman walking with a cane, hunched over, coming toward you. You see him shakes his head and he looks at you. Uh, what? Uh, uh, um, what did you say? I, I I said hello. We are welcome. We are we are asking. Or, uh, sorry, I just said hello. Okay. Say it again
1: to her. Take a deep breath. Things are weird out here
2: takes a deep breath and calls out to her. She comes within 20 feet, and she picks up her hand and motions for you to come forward.
1: I'll step forward toward her.
2: She watches to see if everyone is going to step forward.
4: I'm not going to yet, because I wasn't sure if that was intended for all of us. It seems to be.
1: Yeah, I'll gesture for everyone to follow me.
4: I'll follow suit. I will Step forward, but stay at least a step behind the road.
2: Same. She turns her back to you and starts to walk down the road. You seem looks over at the rest of you. She didn't say anything.
1: That's all right. Actions and all that. Let's follow her.
2: Did she say something? Did some of us hear something? No. She's walking slow and steady, and the rumble of thunder overhead shakes everything.
1: I will keep pace so that I stay about 10 to 15 feet behind her.
2: In the darkness, in the rain, you see a stone wall with a gate. The gate is wide open and she steps in. On top of the gate, you see three ravens. They look miserable in the rain.
1: Look up at them, kind of tilt my head. Nice to see you again. Uh... Who are we talking to? I'll point with my chin at the three ravens on the top of the gate.
3: Oh, great. That's supposed to be a bad prophecy or something, right?
1: Dunno. Hard to say about ravens. Let's go. I'll say as I lead the way through the open gate. The woman
2: makes a sharp left um, a few steps after the gate and comes to a small building. She opens the door. And motions for you to come inside and you see that there is some flickering light inside
1: honestly at this point just getting out of the rain is uh, a strong enough motivation so i'll step inside you step inside you see that there is a
2: table with four chairs there is a hearth with that is currently a flame it's not a blazing inferno but it's keeping a little bit of a uh you know, a light in here, and there is a cast iron pot suspended above it, and there are some cloaks on pegs on the wall, and an AK-47 right next to the door. She watches all of you go in, and then as the last of you enter, she closes the door and locks it.
3: I cock my eyebrow with that, look over at glasses.
1: I look back at him and just like do the little gesture of, wait. Yassim seems to greet her again. She pulls back the
2: little bit of hood that she had on. Her hair is covered. She looks at you. Her eyes are milked over with cataracts. She motions for people to sit at the table.
4: I'm gonna put my carbine down next to the AK and go sit down at the table.
3: I will sort of look at the guns by the door and then at the table and then the rain and very uncomfortably grit my teeth and put the rifle down and also move toward the table. I remember the rocket when it hits the back of my chair, and I'll sort of shuffle and shift and take that off over and just put it on the ground next to me, since I'm already sitting.
0: I'll
2: follow suit and go sit down.
1: I'm going to take a moment. Is the light in this room dim enough that I could take my glasses off?
2: You could, just don't go looking at the fire.
1: That's fair. My glasses are covered in rain anyway, so I'm gonna take my my glasses off under the pretense of wiping them down, looking away from the fire and scan the room and the woman who still hasn't spoken and that worries me.
2: The inside of this home, you see there are carvings on the walls. They're pretty intricate. They're some of them are very old. They almost some of them look like cave paintings. A lot of animals nothing that you can really make out that would be, you know, fancy. Yassim looks at the chair and looks at Rowan, but he doesn't know if he should sit or if you should sit.
1: I'm looking at the woman to see if she's
2: sitting. She's not, she's standing.
1: I will gesture for Yassim to sit and stand on the opposite edge of the table from the woman.
2: Yassim sits and, uh, hello in Urdu, he he speaks out to her. She opens her mouth and begins to talk in a very low, low voice. You can barely make her out. She is ancient. Any sense of dental work has long passed her decades ago. It seems eyes are going wide, and he's starting to repeat some things. Then he starts to translate or interpret as best I can. Uh, She welcomes you in from the rain. Zun... I don't know who Zoon is. Zoon will not be coming back. We are outside of Zoon's protection. Her name is uh, Bada Bahan.
0: Can I do an occult check to see if that name reminds me of anything? If, if I'm familiar with that name at Which all? name?
2: Bada Bahan or Zoon? Either or both. Bada Bahan is, is would not ping anything. The name Zoon, possibly. Go ahead and give me an occult roll. Okay.
4: Can I make one off Yeah.
2: Go ahead and give me a occult roll because yeah. uh, of my
0: experience.
4: negative uh, 57 out of 25 37 out of 38 Ooh. 89
2: out of 23 okay Zun sounds a lot like sun and you think there's a story about Zun crossing the skies so sun
4: as in the, the, the big bright thing yeah
2: the, the evil day star that lights us on fire and, and makes Phoenix 115 degrees Um, he looks at you, she's asking you why are you here?
4: And I'm going to very pointedly look at Rowan.
1: Rowan will take a moment to compose her thoughts. We have two purposes here. The water that comes from this valley is making people sick. We are hoping to find the cause of it and keep people from getting sick. And we were sent to find a person named Tim Ellis. We have good reason to believe that he was heading in this direction about a week ago.
2: He relays this to her. Uh, Can you describe Tim Ellis?
1: I'll give a description based on the pictures that I have seen of him and what Charlie told me about him.
2: A few days ago, he came by. He was very, very skinny, very sick, seemed lost. But now he's found. And Yassim looks over. That doesn't sound good at all.
1: Kind of not a little bit in agreement. Sick how? She replies,
2: did not drink enough water. Dehydrated. Think I think that's what she means.
1: Did he say anything about the water?
2: No. No, he did not say anything about the water. But he drank water when he got here.
1: Do you know where he went?
2: Yes. He is safe with Baba John.
1: Who is Baba John?
2: The light The darkness, the earth, the wind, water and fire, time, timelessness, life, death, truth. We are all with Baba John now.
1: Is this because Zune has left? That you are with Baba John?
2: Baba John will free us from Zune's grip. He seems looking at you. His
1: eyes are quite wide. Yeah. I'll rest a gentle hand on his shoulder and be like, keep it together. May we speak with Tim Ellis? There are people who care about him who are very worried.
2: We took him to the temple. Do you wish to go to the temple? Yassim looks at you, and you see he he shakes his head really subtly, like,
1: please no? Okay. I want to do two things almost simultaneously. I want to ask Yassim to translate where is the temple and what is it as I'm opening up to listen to what she thinks when she hears the question. Okay, go ahead and give me a power roll. This is a terrible idea. (laughs) Rory, go ahead and give me a constitution save. Constitution roll, please. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, cool. 45 out of 55. Nice!
0: I got a 79 out of 55.
2: The temple is in the cliffside behind the village overlooking us her thoughts are a level of excitement the images that you're getting though because everybody's thought processes are different you notice that the fog and the things that are around they're not fogs they're not clouds it's spider webs
1: Rowan's eyes go a little wide before she remembers she's not wearing her glasses and just like firmly locks her expression down.
2: Rory, you hear the world tearing apart again. All the adrenaline wore off and the drugs wore off. It gets very very bright standing in front of you is the old woman does she look the same identical behind her you see there are three men to the left there is a younger man with a very thin cropped beard his skin is drawn in as well like the others that you've seen before The one in the middle is a little bit taller, and he sports a very long beard. You've seen him before. He was the one blocking the door. And then the one to the far right is a little bit shorter than the middle one. And his beard is long and white with a black streak that runs down through the middle.
0: So I'm confused because Rory's been thinking that he's getting glimpses of wherever he is in 2011 and now he's seen the same person in two different places. Yes. I want to see if I can talk to the woman. Okay. What are you going to say? I'm going to just say um hello can you hear
2: me? She turns her head and her cataract eyes darken black. The rest of the room comes into a greater view and you see on the back wall there is an indent in the shape of just in a weird strange shape can I go towards it you walk toward it there are the carvings on the wall this looks like this is carved fairly deep in the wall this looks like one of the bones
0: Uh, like the bones in the vacuum sealed flesh lumps like the same script yes how big is it the same size as one of the bones about a palm size okay how many are there just one Can I pick it up? No, no. It's
2: carved into the wall.
0: Oh, so there's like about a hand-sized carving,
2: and it looks like the same as in the wall.
0: I'd like to look at it closer.
2: You feel a presence to your left and your right, and then someone behind you. Is it the men? Yes. Can I like touch the bones? Does anything happen? It's just like an indent in the wall. You touch it, and as soon as you touch it, the very short one, the one with the thin beard comes into your face and yells in your face. Varjeet! You feel the heat of a thousand suns on your back and in your face as the world tears apart again. <laughs> you sit up with the start Everyone notices Rory kind of lean forward and looking around wide-eyed.
1: Rory, are you all right?
0: Um, just, sorry, just drifted off. I think the drug's wearing off. I'm going to look the same direction I saw the carving. There is a tapestry over it. Um, I can explain later how I know this, but behind that tapestry, there's a carving in the wall that's the same as the bones that we have.
1: Is it the same as... What shape is it? Is it the shape of one or the other?
0: Did it match one of the bones or was it just which one? The Brahmi script. The Brahmi script one. I would like to kind of look towards the woman and see if she recognizes me.
2: She smiles and that's creepy with her lack of teeth and it's slightly open mouth. Uh, I'm going to ask her what's behind the tapestry. Uh, Yassim repeats that. Uh, she says go look.
1: Um, why? What? Aren't we... He said he'll explain later. Just trust.
2: I'm gonna go look. You pull back the tapestry and you see the indentation there.
4: Do I see the indentation? Yes. And does it look like something I have on me? Yes. I will try not to react.
0: I'm gonna turn to her. What What is this? What do you think it is? Um, it appears to be some sort of indentation in brahmi script
2: when the god was young we learned many different things now he is old and the god priest is at the temple we learn new things every day you see his eyes are really wide and you see that he's sweating yeah i don't blame him
1: are there are there other carvings like this here
2: There are carvings like this all over. We get blessings from from him. I'm gonna look around the rest of this little hallway. Is it a hallway or a room? What is it? It's just a room. I'm gonna look around. You get up and you walk around and you look. You see there's carvings on the wall, but there's no others that are like an indent like this. At least, even if you moved one of the bookshelves that's there, one of the like the pantry type thing, it's not there. This is the only one that's there. Is there any other doorways or? there's one doorway in the one that we came through
1: and it's locked
4: will the god come here the god is already here
2: Babajan is already here Babajan is with us all
1: boy Rowan hears in that too many echoes of father loves you always always and flinches a little bit
2: Babajan will teach everyone the true meaning there it is
3: uh, um, of Christmas, I hope. Um, is, is anyone else gonna ask? Baba John is the god priest, and is in the temple. Is here. Is um. What does Baba John look
2: like? Uh, she says that Baba John is is not suitable for people that can truly see, or he is he is only su- people, suitable for people that can truly see. She says the, fl- the, the 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 flame-haired one can see, and I think she means him pointing at Rory.
1: Our ginger boy.
3: Somehow that's actually comforting, for me at least. Uh,
1: okay. I'll lean over to Rory and ask very quietly, did you see something that we were supposed to do with that indent?
0: And i Quietly to Rowan, say, When I touched it, I heard that again, Varjeet.
2: There's a loud rapping on the door. She looks at the door like through a side eye and laughs and walks toward the door. She motions for Rory to sit back down in the chair.
4: I would like to know if I get any sense in this conversation. That she could understand what we were saying before the translation was made. Give me a Umental.
0: Hmm. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot.
4: Thirty-eight out of fifty-seven. You think she might? Does Rory sit down?
0: I kind of look to Rowan and see kind of to kind of get a sense of what like her thought on that, then get a read off her.
1: Rowan is very. Still in her expressions. She's processing what she's hearing and working through what she saw herself.
0: I'm going to go walk back around towards where Rooster is and sit down between Rooster and the door.
3: Yeah, Rooster looks basically like he's freaking out and trying to hold it
2: together. She unlocks the door and opens it. A short man, maybe 5'2", 5'3", with dark curly black hair and a little bit of a beard, walks in. Gunnery Sergeant White, it's so good to see you again!
1: I'm Tiana Hansen and I play Rowan.
3: I'm Ben Sislawski, and I play Rooster.
2: I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm
0: Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan
2: Voschkevich, the handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 4 is based on the scenario Kali Gotti, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznakar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedeville, Sherrick Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blartimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, D.B., Eli the Kraut, and... The entity known as George. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you could reach out to Agent Harker through our contact form on this site. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Our intro and outro music this season is Three Ravens by Ed Randazzo and Brett Alexander. You can find more amazing music by them at www.edrandazomusic.com and www.brettalexanderonline.com. Join us next week when reality melts around the pressures from beyond and entities with unspeakable names and burrowing thoughts dream at us. They wait for that moment to devour our puny, insignificant lives and replace us with drones and clones to control the rest of humanity.
1: Three ravens, three ravens, with eyes black as night Just look in their eyes, oh don't put up a fight They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel where of the ravens or you'll be there next to me?